It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the 12th floor, 50-pin place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the home of 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK. Welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast, not just any episode, but maybe the most bat-blank crazy episode we've ever done because, yes, we have to talk about the reality of Jimmy Butler coming to Oklahoma City and why it's not such a far-fetched idea anymore. Um, And most importantly, what that signifies for Oklahoma City Thunder fans. Major change in culture. Who I would trade, how I would try and get um, Jimmy Butler here. And if I'm the Minnesota Timberwolves, what I would take for Jimmy Butler. Because there's a guy I want to trade from Oklahoma City, and then there's a guy that I am willing to take if I am Minnesota. So we'll tell you who that is. When we'll talk about burning questions to ask Sam Presti in the press conference. And while I like what Eric Horn did at NewsOK.com and put out a list of questions, I have some of my own that I would like to hear Sam Presti ask. And then Russell Westbrook, he's got to be in this new Space Jam, right? Is he Toon Squad? Is he Monstars? Are we going to get to see Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook play together? Are we going to get to see them play against each other? I have a preference, but where I think ultimately Space Jam will go, that is coming up in segment number three. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK here in Oklahoma City, part of the iHeartMedia family. And uh, what else? I've covered the Thunder for five years. If you like what you hear, I would ask that you go to LockedOnThunder.com and check out all our archives from players and coaches and all the archive podcasts. We got it all at LockedOnThunder.com. And thank you again for making us a part of your day. We're very excited to have you. Let's jump into it and talk about the possibility of Jimmy Butler coming here. And I want to believe right now that as we're recording this podcast, which is at about 540 Central Time, that here's exactly what's going on. Sam Presti is making an offer to Tom Thibodeau That includes Alex Abrinas and, of course, Dennis Schroeder. And the whole reason you got Dennis Schroeder is to trade him, right? I mean, is that that not the purpose of taking a guy who's got years on his contract, who's an attractive asset that people would want, has a lot of years left on his body? He's certainly an upgrade from Jeff Teague. Plus, if you think that Teague is a point guard or a better point guard, then you can always slide... You can always slide Schroeder into the two, but yes, losing Jimmy Butler means you need a two. So the Thunder are going to offer you a two in Alex Sabrinas, and they're going to offer you a better one in Dennis Schroeder. And if you're Minnesota, you should take it. But chances are, if you're Minnesota, you're probably not real enamored with Alex Sabrinas because the Thunder haven't been real enamored with Alex Sabrinas over the last few months. So what do you do? You ask for Andre Robertson. And if I'm the Thunder... And the T-Wolves asked for Andre Robertson. I hem-haw for a while. For about five minutes. <laughs> no longer than. 
Can't be any less, but no longer than five minutes. Because if you give them five minutes and the T-Wolves are sensing that Schroeder's a guy that they really want and you're on that phone, I really don't know about Andre. He was so key to the team last year. And when he was gone, we weren't very good. Ah, man. Ah, And before you say, yes, we'll go ahead and do it, you give Minnesota the option to sneak in there and say, all right, all right, all right, all right. We don't want to lose Schroeder. We'll take a we'll take a Brinus off your hands. Let's get it worked out. And if I'm Sam Presti, that's when I say, okay, under these circumstances, is Jimmy Butler going to sign a long-term deal? Because I'm not going to take him unless he signs a long-term deal. Because you can't bank on it happening twice. It happened once with Paul George. You rolled the dice. You got him in here. He loved the culture. He loved Oklahoma City. Liked playing with Russell Westbrook. Didn't mind being the number two face of the organization. You can't take a chance on Jimmy Butler doing it because you are bringing Jim, Jimmy Butler in to be number three in the big three. And I know some people will argue that Jimmy Butler's number two. No, he's number three by the way that this organization works. It has a hierarchy, and the longer you're here, you're higher. <laughs> you're just up higher. Last year was a little bit different because not only did you bring in Paul George, but you also brought in Carmelo Anthony. But that's how you work it out. And yeah, I would love to see Alex Abrinas go now just because I am losing faith in this guy. And remember Alex Abrinas when we get to segment number two. But that just signifies the culture change that we're in right now with Oklahoma City. Is that we believe that Clay Bennett is willing to to pay the luxury tax. And we believe that Sam Presti is going to be a guy who will figure out a way to make these trades happen. I still don't believe deep down in my soul that the, that Oklahoma City is ever going to be a place where we just see free agents flock. I just don't see that happening. Free agents are not going to flock to Oklahoma City, even with the way that the team is made up right now. Even with Paul George saying, hey, this place is really cool. You need to be in on this organization. And with Russell Westbrook saying, hey, man, I'm so badass and I hate Kevin Durant so much. I'm going to sign a five-term, uh, five-year Supermax. It's just not going to happen. The Thunder know, and Sam Presti said it best in his press conference, the Thunder are not going to have access to these players. He shouldn't have just said Paul George. What Sam Presti should have said is, we're not going to have access to these players on the open market, so we need to make these trades and get them while we can. And that's exactly what Sam Presti's got to do now. There is absolutely zero reason, unless the only way you don't pick up that phone is if Russell Westbrook and Paul George together, not one, well, okay, if Russell tells you not to do it, you're sort of tied. You you have to concede to Russell Westbrook. If he says, no, don't make the deal, I won't play with Jimmy Butler, even no matter how bad Paul George wants him, then you don't do it. But... If Russell Westbrook says, yeah, we'll do the deal, and Paul George says, would love to have Jimmy Butler, you have to make that call. It Actually, it really comes down to this, now that I'm thinking about it. If Russell Westbrook wants Jimmy Butler, you go after him. And you put everything that you can on the table to get Minnesota to take a deal. And if I'm the Timberwolves, I don't think I want to trade with Oklahoma City. One, I don't want to trade Jimmy Butler within the conference or the division, for that matter. Because it just, it, 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 you can't. I mean, you can't justify that to your fan base and saying, hey, we just sent this guy to a division rival and we probably made ourselves worse. And yes, we understand by now that we're supposed to be much better than what we are, but 
uh, we just felt like things were slipping away. No, you can't do it. That's one of the reasons why this deal won't happen is because the Timberwolves just don't want to trade him inside the division. But by the same token, when I look at the teams that Jimmy Butler has put out there, teams that he wants, I really don't believe that he wants to go to any of those teams. I don't think you you want to play for the Nets. I don't think you want to play for the Clippers, and I don't think you want to play for the Knicks because none of them have shown that they can be championship organizations. And you can always make the argument that the Thunder haven't shown they can be championship organization yet, a championship organization. But what they have proven is that they will be aggressive and they will go after guys and they'll at least make you think. And if I'm the Timberwolves, and and again, just looking at it from their standpoint, if I'm going to trade within the division, like I'm saying this like the division's a big deal. The only thing that really matters is the conference. So if I'm going to trade within the conference, then I better get something damn good out of it and my team better stay competitive and I better have an opportunity to beat Oklahoma City every time I get the chance, every time I see them. Because if not, you just handed them a loaded gun and they're not only pointing it at you, they're pointing it at everybody else in the West. And there is absolutely no reason this year, starting this year, a team of Jimmy Butler, Russell Westbrook, and Paul George shouldn't get to the Western Conference Finals. But that's it. We as Thunder fans now expect Sam Presti to pull off all these deals. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's going to happen because the more I talk about it, the more far-fetched it sounds. And I'm what, I was one of those guys long ago. It's like, eh, Thunder don't want to get into the luxury tax or a small market. You can only go so far. You can't spend money like the Lakers can. So you've got to get guys while they're young and sign them to long-term deals. And then you got to figure out what to do. Well, now they've shown they're going to do that, but it is... But at a certain point, they're going to pull back. And if I'm Minnesota, I don't want to make the Thunder any stronger than what they already are. That's what it essentially that this deal would come down to, and that's what would blow it up. That or just the Thunder don't have anything that, that the Minnesota Timberwolves want. It's another thing I thought for a long time is that the Thunder didn't have any assets. But Sam Presti has certainly proven me wrong. And I just can't, every time I think Sam Presti can't do anything anymore, then boom, what happens? Rabbit comes out of his hat. Some big name is here in Oklahoma City that we didn't see coming. So Sam, make the call to Minnesota. Try and get Jimmy Butler here. And if you can't, well, at least you made the call and you've tried and let word leak out to everyone that you're doing it because fans love that stuff. They like to know you're being aggressive. Vivid Seats, they're a fine sponsor of the Locked On Podcast Network. And if you would like tickets to any one of the 41 Thunder Home Games, Vivid Seats has them all. They've even got tickets to the upcoming preseason events, and those seats are very reasonable. But if you spend over $200, I can get you $20 off. I can get you $20 off that purchase right now. All you have to do is type in the code Locked On, and, and don't wait. Just go get the app on your phone. It's at Google Play. It's at the Apple iStore. I got it, and I love it because I can just pull up Vivid Seats right now, and I know that if I want to go see Robert Plant or Metallica, both of them, both artists I love, and they're playing in Tulsa, I can do that. I can do that now with Vivid Seats. I can get those tickets, and there's a 100% guarantee that I will get the seats I pay for, and if I don't, I get my money back. So go to VividSeats.com, put in that code LOCKEDON, and get $20 off your purchase of $200 or more. Coming up next, it's the burning questions for Sam Presti at his press conference tomorrow. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. 
Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Sooners is out now as well. We got a brand new episode where we talk a lot about the Army game. Tim Kish, who is an assistant coach at OU and um, is the assistant inside linebackers coach, spent some time at Army in the 80s, and he told us all about that. So I gave you a good four minutes of that interview on the Locked On Sooners podcast, which is out now on Google, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Spotify, and of course, LockedOnSports.com. That's Locked On Sooners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Sam Presti meets the media tomorrow for the first time since draft night, and uh, Eric Horn did a fine job today. I really like Eric Horn's work. I think the guy does a bang-up job. He puts a list of questions out, and um, I think Dennis Schroeder's legal issues, yeah, you got to hit on that. His role for the Thunder, all that stuff he's bang on. But here's the questions that I want to know from Sam Presti, all right? And the first one, going back to segment number one, okay, are you going to trade for Jimmy Butler? Are you talking to the Minnesota Timberwolves about Jimmy Butler? Now, this is provided that Butler hasn't been traded yet, and the Thunder haven't made the move. So, yeah, and and if it's not me, somebody's got to ask that question right away, right? I mean, if anything, it's a really good icebreaker. But I want to know what Alex Abrinas' status is with Oklahoma City. And you're like, why would that be the first question you would ask? Because Alex Abrinas is a guy you might be able to trade. But he's a guy that we saw in his first year here play really well for the Thunder. He's since backed off. He's got himself into Billy Donovan's doghouse. He doesn't play defense, and while the the Thunder never come out and admonish anyone while they are under contract or on this team, I would tell you right now, I will tell you right now that I think Sam Presti is a lot more open and honest than what he has been in recent press conferences. So Sam might give you at least a little bit of hint of hint of what the, what the reasoning is or what is going on with Alex Sabrinas as to why we saw his status get up in the air. So that's number one. Number two, when you decided to make the move to trade Carmelo Anthony, which I have a feeling that you knew you were going to make that move at your exit interview, and Carmelo Anthony knew you were going to make that move, and that's why Carmelo spoke as plain as he did. When you were having those conversations through, throughout the season, was there any opportunity to trade Carmelo Anthony at the deadline? And would there have been a deal out there that would have worked for both? And I, I don't know how much Sam Presti can get into that. I'm sure he would hem-haw around that quite a bit. But could the Thunder have upgraded themselves at the deadline for a run to the playoffs without Carmelo Anthony? Was that option out there? Was there a team willing to take him on? I would doubt it with the salary that he has. Um, But you never know, and it's certainly one that needs to be talked about. Plus, I want to know more about those conversations between Carmelo Anthony and Sam Presti and Billy Donovan, and what role did they see Carmelo Anthony playing, and and, and why ultimately you couldn't get everyone on the same page. Um, In the recruiting of Paul George is a big one for me, and I know you're like, hey, you spend way too much time on Carmelo Anthony. I am more 
What I'm more interested in is player, is not even so much Carmelo Anthony as much as it is organization player relationships. That's what really fascinates me when, when it comes down to us talking about these guys staying or going as members of the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's those relationships that, that I want to know about. So Paul George, building that relationship with Paul George, gaining his trust, knowing that he could have left, how how do you go about building that trust with somebody who's never been here? What are the steps that you've got to show a guy like Paul George to prove to him that you're always going to be in his corner and you're going to have his best interest? And then uh, lastly, you know, we can talk about the role of Dennis Schroeder, where they see him, but where do they see, what do they see the role of as Jeremy Grant? And, and, and Eric Horn kind of hit on that, talking about getting Patrick Patterson on the floor more. But what role do they see Jeremy Grant play? How much has his game improved over the summer? There's a lot to answer. And it's going to be quite, I would imagine, it'll be about an hour, a little bit longer. And we'll have as much for it as we can possibly get for you right here on Locked on Thunder and LockedOnThunder.com. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. What is the one total boss move? that could be made in the current Space Jam movie that's about to get underway? Well, we'll tell you next. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This is the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I am Eric G. Locked On Sooners is out now, too, on Spotify, on iTunes, on where else? Uh, It's on Google, it's on Alexa, and it's at LockedOnSports.com. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your number one daily podcast network. That's Locked On Sports and the Locked On Podcast Network, giving you your teams every single day. News came out, big news in the NBA. Uh, LeBron James is teaming up with the guy who directed Black Panther to do the new Space Jam movie. And I'm sorry, the guy's name escapes me right now. I had it written down on my notes, and then my notes got trashed before I came in today. But what excites me about this film is you've got a golden opportunity here. And the one boss move you could totally make if you were Warner Brothers is make Russell Westbrook a monster. Not make him an animated figure. But make him part of that team because Russell Westbrook just fits what the Monstars are. As much as we think Russell Westbrook is a good guy, Russ has embraced that bad guy role or that anti-hero role. I don't know if he's so much, I, I guess you're right. He's not so much of a bad guy as much as he is an anti-hero. You could put him, you could make him a ringer on that team. You could make him a ringer for the Toon Squad if you wanted But I think Russell Westbrook being the most unique personality in the NBA as far as him not really fitting into a box of good guy or bad guy, you could do something really cool with Russell Westbrook in this movie. Now, granted, would it start to be over kids' heads? Yeah, because let's remember, Space Jam is made for kids. As nostalgic as you might be for it, 
It's still a movie ultimately made for kids. And I never watched Space Jam 1 because I was a little old for it, as much as I hate saying that. And 2, it had Michael Jordan in it, and I had seen enough of Michael Jordan win in the 90s. I didn't need to see him beat a bunch of cartoons. You put Russell Westbrook in it, I'm taking both of my kids to that movie, even the one who's almost 16 years old and won't be interested in it. I'm still dragging him to that movie because I'd like to see how he fits. I just believe he could be this really cool kind of character. And I'm thinking somebody like, I mean, if you're going to go like anti-heroes, Venom is the first one that comes to mind out of Marvel. I'm trying to think of one out of DC. Batman's kind of an anti-hero hero. So is Green Arrow. Um, I don't know. I don't really have a good example on DC, and I'm a bigger DC fan. So how much of a comic book nerd does that make me? Maybe my comic book card should get taken after this podcast. Um, but you've got you've you you have to put him in there. And if anything, you need to make sure that he and Paul George are on the same team together. I think you put Paul George in it as well. And if they get an opportunity to play against Kevin Durant, let it happen. Let Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook play together. Although, I get the feeling, knowing Warner Brothers and and knowing the Looney Tunes universe, they don't want to have that bad blood. So, if there's any Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, they'll probably have them be on the same team. And then, of course, all the rumors start about Kevin Durant coming back to Oklahoma City. That wraps up today's Locked on Thunder podcast. I thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow with highlights from the Sam Presti press conference. And until tomorrow... Everybody love everybody. May God bless you and your family. And, of course, peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.